This next story is uh, it's pretty incredible. I think I think this story's got some legs to it because um, this should not be happening. And when I saw it, I wanted to talk to the real Catherine McKenda. You know, this person that started a parody a parody account of Catherine McKenna, the climate change and environment minister. Because the person who made this parody account, well, caused quite a stink with the prime minister's office. And, of course, the climate warrior herself who filed a complaint with Twitter arguing it's not parody, it's an impersonation. In fact, they went as far as to say it's the same as identity theft. (laughs) So we're talking about a tool of political protest, something that's been used throughout history. Something that makes people like Stephen Colbert a household name. Something we have to pay for on the CBC with This Hour Has 22 Minutes. Apparently that's not allowed. Somehow the liberals are above ridicule, I guess, and they'll shut it down. And and in doing so, I think they have stepped way over the line in stamping out free speech or expression. And if you look at the account, which I followed, it clearly said it was parody and followed the rules that Twitter had set out. Now, I know that the left don't have any issue if parody and satire is used against those on the right side of politics, but don't do it to the left because heads will explode. Well, I guess the the person who created the uh, account had no idea the hornet's nest. He was kicking, just trying to have some fun. We're not going to use his name. That was the agreement for him to come on. But he joins me now. Did you have any idea that you would get this kind of reaction with your uh, parody of your fun, you know, an account that was designed, I guess, for fun? But did you ever think that you would get this kind of uh, reaction? I did not. No. And and I did just set it up for fun. Uh, I like to entertain, I suppose, just like comedians do what they do to entertain folks. And I threw it together and uh, never expected it to be banned. I never expected it to take off the way that it did. So tell me, I mean, take me through, because everyone, you know, was looking at this parody account. It was fairly small at the time, and it obviously rubbed someone in the prime minister the wrong way. Yeah, absolutely. And I had been running the account, as as people saw in the original one, as a Kathleen Wynne parody. Uh, It it had the same image as she had on her profile. It worked just fine for Ah. over a year, probably, uh, as Kathleen Wynne. And uh, once she lost the election miserably... Uh, a friend of mine asked what I was going to do with the account. I figured, well, I guess I could just convert it over to uh, uh, Catherine, which I did. So I, I threw a couple of quick posts up, and it just took off like wildfire. So, you know, <laughs> I didn't see that coming. But uh, quickly it went from 700 users to, uh, or pardon me, followers to about uh, 1,400 uh, just within a few hours. And it wasn't too long after that that uh, obviously Mr. Butts got involved and uh, it got torn down. So let's talk about Mr. Butts getting involved. It's not every day you hear that the Prime Minister's office is going to step in and and quash a parody account. Um, what did 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 Twitter contact you? How did this go down? Uh, no, I, I think it was a, a tweet that I had seen by Stephen Taylor, um, and he had said that the account was down, and I didn't have visibility to that from my side. I was still receiving uh, retweets and comments, and, and things seemed to be happening normally from my side. Uh, and I, I suppose it was people that were trying to become new followers were getting the page that, that said that it had been banned and shut down. So um, I was never advised by Twitter that that had occurred. Um, and, and as I had put onto the profile, it had been uh, put in jail, I guess you'll say, for seven days because somebody had cruised back in, in the timeline and found a, a months old or weeks old 
uh, Kathleen Wynn tweet, and they submitted a, a complaint about that being offensive. So Twitter quickly decided they put me in jail for seven days. So I was just living through that seven-day uh, jail period, and that's when it was it was shut down permanently. And and I think you've probably read the the Twitter terms and conditions. And when you go through that, they generally will warn people. Um, that the the account is um, impersonating somebody and that you have an opportunity to change it. But they, I never got an email, uh, a notification, nothing from Twitter. It just suddenly was gone. Do you have some kind of political agenda? Is there a reason that the prime minister's office should be threatened by, by you? No, and, and I'm just a single person. And I, I saw people floating that around as well, wondering, you know, what candidate I was connected to, what group. Um, you know, what degree of protester I am, and I'm, I'm just one person. So, uh, like I say, I was just having fun with it and, and never expected it to go the way that it did. I find it troubling, um, and I'm not sure how you feel, but I do find it troubling, um, given parodies of, of other politicians have been in play for a long time. Satire is a form of protest. It's a form of speech and expression. I mean, it's a late night. It's what makes late night what it is. So I find it troubling um, that any government would step in and take this kind of action. And then on the flip side, you had no say and or a warning and no chance to even defend yourself. No, exactly. And, and you know, we talk about impersonations and, and parodies. And I think the, the rules on that are quite clear as well. And um, in my opinion, and I think a lot of other folks, this is, it's a parody account. It's, it's not impersonating anybody. I wasn't making promises that the government could possibly make. I mean, that, that we're going up were in some ways preposterous. You know, it was, uh, suggesting that people roast marshmallows over a hot plate instead of an open flame and, and let's celebrate National Beaver Week. And, you know, it's a picture of a muskrat, which just plays on the fact that she posted a puffin when it was Penguin Day. So, you know, it was comical, and most people recognize that. Um, there were knee-jerk responses, and I think that's the point where Ms. McKenna and Mr. Butts and her entire communications team needs to look at, at her activities online and understand uh, what people think of what she's posting. If it's that easy to confuse roasting marshmallows over a hot plate with what she's, she's tweeting, I think they need to revisit that entire campaign and what they're doing on Twitter. And, and quite honestly, I think she's out of touch with the Canadian public with the things that she does post. Uh, it just seems to be uh, that she's a fun-time Charlie living on the, the taxpayer dollars. Do you look at this as, as an infringement on your uh, freedom of speech? I mean, do you look at this as stifling freedom of speech? Sure, and I think it goes to the fact that you mentioned there are many, many parody accounts out there, and, and whether it's in the north of the border or south of the border, there are, you know, obviously Donald Trump is the target of many parody campaigns. They have his picture. Um, and, and, you know, my username was, was different. There were several extra N's in the, the name. The, the Twitter handle obviously was different because it has to be. The description said parody in it. So, you know, there, there are many, many examples of parody accounts out there that were doing much the same things that I do, um, and they remained up. I think it was just they, they took this personally for some reason and, and decided to terminate the account. And, yeah, I, I think it is an infringement on my rights. Well, it has um, it has kind of backfired on them because now there are a number more parody accounts. You have many, many more followers, and now the whole cabinet's getting them. You've got Goodale now. You've got Morneau. Everyone's getting a, a, some kind of parody account. Absolutely. It's uh, tough to keep track of them all. But uh, I was looking, doing a little research before we got on the call today, and uh, I'm closing in on 8,000 followers now. And again, when he originally had it shut down, uh, it was 2,400. So, we're, you know, like I said, we're closing in on 8,000. Uh, the tweets I've sent out, I have over uh, half a million impressions now. So 
again, I'm not looking for stardom. I'm not looking to monetize anything. I was just looking to entertain a few people. And uh, between a friend of mine and myself, we thought it would be uh, a fun time to push out some of these tweets and, and just poke fun at some of the mistakes she's made on Twitter in the past. Well, it sure has started a you know a conversation about you know uh, when does parody go too far and is this becoming dangerous in politics and the, and the fact that we even have to ask that question. I mean, in no time did I see any kind of threat from you, uh, nor right. did I see you know any kind of defamatory behavior or libelous behavior. But uh, you know, for us to be even having that conversation uh, when it comes to politics or those who are in public uh, in the public realm, it, to me is 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 troubling. Right. Yeah, and I could see if I was tweeting things that people could take seriously that may really affect their lives. You know, I always think about the the returning veteran who's missing limbs and being told that we just don't have money for you. And if I came on and tweeted and said, you know what, Uh, we're proposing a bill that we're going to extract some of the money we're shipping overseas and dedicate that to our veterans, you know, that would be uh, upsetting for a lot of people to see and and have uh, belief in and faith in and and hope for, uh, and then to realize it's a parody. But again, everything that I've been posting has been you know, totally in jest. Right, but we do have a government now that says it's going to be the one to stomp out uh, fake news, <laughs> and um, and clearly they, they are making phone calls to Twitter to silence people like yourselves, and that to me is uh, a real slippery slope we don't want to go down. No, it absolutely is. It's uh, it's a shame that it's going in that direction, and uh, I didn't think that I would see uh, a Canada that was turning in that direction um, in my lifetime, but it certainly seems to be going down that path. There's a, a lot of divisiveness in politics, and, and this wasn't intended to create divisiveness. It was, again, it was for humor purposes. Well, let's see where it goes. I thank you for joining me. Absolutely. I appreciate uh, your reaching out to me, and uh, I've always enjoyed your show. Thank you, whoever you are. All right. Thank you. And whoever you are, continue. <laughs> I've been looking through some of the the parody uh, tweets. There's a a new Ralph Goodale uh, parody account, and there's some very, very funny comments on that. Um, And again, if they had just ignored this, no one would even be talking about it. Can you imagine if Stephen Harper had freaked out over the not Steve Harper (laughs) account? I mean, it was pretty relentless. It was pretty relentless. And the, the hypocrisy is that both Justin Trudeau and Catherine McKenna followed that parody account. So you either accept them and ignore them, or you don't, and you make a big stink. But in doing so now, there are a whole bunch more. We'll see where this takes us. You're listening to On Point on Global News Radio.